Hello and welcome to Off the Arrow Shelf Podcasts. I'm Rob, the author of OffTheArrowShelf.com and host for these podcasts. Hi and welcome to another episode from Off the Arrow Shelf. And this one I'm going to start talking to you about customizing your gear, customizing your kit. Now, when you start out, you kind of buy the generic items, gloves, tabs, quivers, all those sort of things. But as you start progressing with archery, whether it be target, field, or any type of archery, you will find that you will want to modify the gear that you've got. And it can take a variety of different forms. And I was going to just talk through a few ideas based around the equipment you're using or the clothing. So I'm going to give you a few examples of the sort of things that I've done over the years and what I've modified to make more suitable. Firstly, let's talk about tabs and shooting gloves. This is really critical part of your equipment because this is the point which delivers the power from your body to the bow. Your tab, your glove also acts as that releasing tool. So getting it so that it fits and getting it so that it works well is really important. So one thing I've done with the gloves, because I've shot glove with a glove and I've shot with a tab, and what I do is, oh, sorry, that's my phone going off, a rookie mistake, forgot to put it on um, silent then. Just let me do that. So one thing that I've done with my gloves, and I've done this for quite a few of the different gloves, is that they all, the shooting gloves that I have, uh, fit over the first three fingers of your shooting hand. And they come down to a wrist strap, which is usually slightly elasticated, and it's got a Velcro connection. And what I've done is I've always found that the very little loop side of the Velcro so I've added a extra section onto the wrist strap of the Velcro. Oh, sorry, and I've either glued that on or I've sewn that on, depending on the, the tab in question. Sorry, depending on the glove in question. And that basically means it gets a tighter seal on my wrist. It gets a, it fits tighter on my wrist. There's less likely that it will move. And I found that really useful. Um, oh, I heard a great, sorry, tangenting slightly. I heard a great um, comment about when it comes to sewing or anything like that. And why men don't like sewing, which is a bit sexist. I'll say that straight off because I've used a sewing machine. I know how to use a sewing machine for years. But it was a great comment from um, a fellow podcaster. And it was like, I, they don't understand why men don't like sewing machines because a sewing machine is basically a power tool. And that's from modern outdoor survival they were commenting on clothing and kit modification i suppose if you think about it yeah a sewing machine is a power tool and men love power tools anyway that was episode 16 if you want to go and listen to that modern outdoor survival it's a really really interesting podcast um and i've tended to i do apologize so as i said with the glove what i do on the glove strap i actually put an extra piece of velcro because i find it it is um it's, it's better for the fit onto my arm and wrist. Where it comes to tabs, I've done loads of modifications. I have shot so many different shooting tabs until I found one that I really like. 
and what I now do is I actually get my tabs made for me by Dixie Lever and it's a two layer tab but I have a spacer that goes in the middle check out off the arrow shelf website and tabs because there's an article on there about it well what I do is I deliberately get the tab to be too large and then I trim it down to fit my fingers and this is something that is worth remembering and is worth anybody doing when you're getting a tab don't buy a smaller or medium kind of because of your hand buy the next size up and then gradually trim it down to fit your fingers very seldom will you find an off-the-shelf tab that will fit perfectly to your hands likewise with gloves try different shooting gloves because some are really uncomfortable some are really comfortable some will fit you really well some will be too large um, I soak my shooting gloves um, in water or I've even been known to do the washing up and I, that's not ideal because the detergents can damage the leather but I, I get them really wet um, so they shrink slightly onto my hand and then I let them dry and then I treat them with a variety of different types of oils um, to basically just soften them and I make them more malleable again and fit which reminds me I need to do that with my gardening gloves because my gardening gloves got absolutely soaked the other day again a tangent sorry so where tabs are concerned, buy a large tab and trim it down to fit your hand. Don't kind of just think, oh, I've got a medium-ish or a small hand, I'll just get a small tab. Because sometimes you'll end up with sensitivity on your fingertips from when the, you're releasing and the tab is not quite large enough and in the string is catching the fing your fingertips and you'll end up with like a numb finger or a very sensitive finger. So that's tabs. Other things that I've done over the years, one really good tip, if you're into walking or hiking, you might know this already, a lot of walking trousers, hiking um, jackets and stuff like that will have a paracord loop in the pockets and this is deliberate and this is so that you can hook your keys onto it so that you're less likely to lose your keys when you're out walking and hiking. You can do the same sort of thing in your quiver. You could put a loop of paracord, stitch it, glue it, whatever you like, into your quiver, into your belt pouch or something like that, so you can put your keys in there and you know that they are not going to get lost because they're securely, and you know, a little carabiner type thing. Works really well. Um, I use it a lot of time when I'm out hiking and I've got my, uh, my walking jackets on or my uh, walking trousers. They've got a little loop in likewise you could do it with your quiver it's a really easy modification and it can save a lot of time with you suddenly thinking oh no where's my keys gone I've lost my keys of course be careful that you don't end up then forgetting that your keys are in the quiver or locking the car door or closing the car door and realize you've let yourself out of the car I have seen it happen before now but anyway think about this so that's one of the modifications you can do for your quiver one thing that I've found is that a lot of quivers don't have very good belt loops in so far as if you want quite a wide belt, a lot of the quivers have got very, very small loops. You can't get a wide belt through them. So what I have done is I don't use a standard um, quiver belt or standard belt. I've actually got one of those solid security belts, which is um, about a, an inch in, an inch wide, and they they don't 
deform, they don't collapse on themselves, they're a solid belt, they're used by a lot of the security services and um, security guards and police and stuff like that. And I use that, that means it doesn't deform. It's too big to go through my uh, quiver loop, so what I've done is I've cut a piece of overflow pipe of about a quarter inch diameter, I've put that through the loop and my belt, I've then put some webbing through there and I've tied that webbing onto the belt. It basically means that the quiver hangs a little bit lower, it's a little hangs about a, a half an inch lower than normal, but it means that I don't get any deformity, it doesn't uh, malshape. And I've also got um, a back support. I think it's a boiling back support, I can't remember off the top of my head. And basically it's just a padded element. So if you if you think about it, you can get uh, walking packs that are like this. And Sharon's got one. She's got a, a belt which has got an integral uh, pouch on it. It's got a water bottle carrier on each side. But it's also got uh, padding so that you've got a webbing belt but you've then got about three inch wide padding along the back and it just means it's more supportive on your back it's more comfortable to wear over time and i found that to be really good um sharon as i said sharon's got one and uh, i've had mine for must be 12 years 13 years um i bought sharon a new one recently simply because the zip on the pouch broke that's the problem if you've got integral um pouch is uh, mine was just basically I, I built mine up so again make sure you know you think about field courses you're going to be possibly walking five miles in the day you're going to be on your feet from nine o'clock until five o'clock at night carrying your quiver have something that's comfortable um, so as I said I've got this uh, back support this back padding for the belt and I've slightly modified my quiver I'll put some photographs up on Instagram and on the website so you can see what I mean Otherwise, I haven't done anything really with my quiver other than, other than that. It works quite well. I've had it for years. I've tried loads of different quivers. I've tried back quivers, side quivers. Um, never got on with back quivers particularly well. But this one I've had for years and it works quite well. One, th Actually, thinking about it, one thing I have done, it's got two integral uh, zipped pouches. And you get a little bit of lever on the zip tag so that you can sort of move it up and down. And all I've done is I've put a longer length of paracord on there. And that just means that it's easier. I've done really paracord one bit and a longer piece of lever on the other bit. So the zips are easier if you're wearing gloves or if you're feeling a bit cold, it's easy to grab and open. And that's a good tip actually for um, if you ever go camping, if you've got a backpack or anything along those lines, what I do is I get a, a key ring. You know the little key rings you can pick up that are about a quarter of an inch to half an inch in diameter? And what I do is I put it through the loop in the zip and it basically means it's a lot easier to grab hold and pull and try to get a tiny little zip end. And uh, what I so that makes where tents backpacks are concerned, it just makes them a bit easier to open, especially if you're out in the cold, your hands are wet, you're feeling you're feeling a bit cold, you've got your gloves on. Other items of clothing that I've modified, I tend to wear fleece and um, walking hiking jackets, and they tend to have extra bit of paracord again on the zips to make it easier to open what i do is i take them off the uh, zip 
gaps on my left hand side because I'm a right handed archer so they don't get caught um, in the string when I'm drawing up. Um, one of my old coaches, he had an old army DPM camouflage jacket and uh, he found, because of the way he drew, because he's quite a large chested guy, quite a big build, that the left hand chest pocket would catch on it. So he actually removed the chest pocket and that helped a lot. That worked really well because it basically meant that when he drew up there was no chance of the string catching on that. It's the reason why some people wear chest guards and, and the like to keep the, the, the fabric away from yourself. I know some people like using tubular grip bandages on their jackets when it's wet. Um, I don't like that because they're a compression bandage. Sharon gave me this tip and what she uses, she's got some old um, little mini stocking type things the ladies use them for like short stockings so they look like socks what she does is she cuts the toe off them and she just puts that over her waterproof jacket and it holds the or the sleeves i should say um, tightly without compressing it and causing the possibility of circulation issues so as i said where jackets are concerned find something that's comfortable find something that you can customize and you can shoot in that um, won't cause you a problem. As I said, I've not had to remove a, a pocket or anything. All I've removed is some paracord tabs, um, but a colleague of mine has done that. Other people find, somebody said golfing stuff's quite good because that's quite tight fitting and it's usually windproof. And I know some people who produce like archery clothing, which again is breathable and maneuverable. So that's just a couple of ideas of the sort of things that, you know, I've modified in my kit over the years. You'll find other people, they'll put grip tape onto the handle of their bows so they get a better grip, so they can actually feel it better. They don't feel it's moving as much. I've not done that on any of my bows. That's mainly because I felt I'd spend a lot of time actually getting a grip that actually fits and works well. But I know some people do it. Some people swear by it. What else? Uh, I think that pretty much covers it. So I'm just looking down at my notes now. I've mentioned about the, the big modification is with the, uh, the gloves and the tabs, making sure you get a large one, cutting them down, shrinking the glove onto your hand, making sure it fits really well. Thinking about the fact that, as I said, I've, I've modified my quiver so that I have got the ability for it to be on a different size belt and it's something to look out for when you are looking at quivers look at how wide that belt is um, less of an issue with target because you're not necessarily worrying all the time but where field's concerned you're moving around a lot of the time the only other thing that springs to mind when it comes to modifications is my first aid kit um, or everything in my first aid kit even though the actual bag itself is meant to be waterproof what I actually do, I put everything in my first aid kit into little Ziploc bags and it fits into my first aid kit on my quiver. I found that works really well. I found that means that everything is doubly waterproof, if you like, just in case. The other thing I've done is I carry a, a tube, an arrow tube on my back with my spare arrows. And what I've done there is I found that sometimes the plastic can be quite thin in some of the arrow tubes you can buy. And also there's a cost saving tip is you can actually buy poster tubes, which are a thinner plastic, but they're lighter and they're only about 10 quid. You can get them cheaper. Plastic extendable poster tubes. 
what I do is I get a, an offcut of foam and I put it in the bottom and in the top of them so that when you're dropping your arrows in it's not likely to puncture through. So that's a modification I've made. It makes them that slightly uh, more robust when you're out in the field and wandering around. I think that pretty much covers all the mods that I've made. As I said, good tips. Think about putting a capire cord loop into your jacket or into your quiver so you can carry things such as your keys in there. You don't have to worry about them. And gloves, quiver and clothing. And uh, I think that pretty much covers everything that I wanted to say today. So I hope that's going to be useful. Um, if you've got any ideas of modifications you've made to your kit, let me know. I'll share it out and I'll try and put some photographs up of the stuff that I've done on my quiver just so you get an idea as to what happens and uh, what needs to be considered and what other people might have done. Um, in the meantime, stay safe and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with any questions or suggestions for future podcasts, then drop me a line. My email address is offthearrowshelf at yahoo.co.uk. That's offthearrowshelf at yahoo.co.uk. Or you can check out the website offthearrowshelf.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening.